Good afternoon, everybody. Edward Leos here, actually publisher of the Hotel Guide and uh, founder of not only the Hotel Guide, but also Travel Talk Podcast, which I'm really excited about today's initiative because I have a very special guest uh, on here, uh, Andrew Benioff. He's actually the founder and chairman of Independent Lodging Congress. And there's a lot of good things to talk about with that. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring Andrew in. You know, he's on screen, but I want to bring him in as Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you kind of got started. Oh, thanks very much, Edward, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, so I started in the industry a long time ago uh, in hotel operations and finance. Um, I actually started my career over in Japan and then continued in San Francisco uh, and worked for some brands such as Ritz Carlton and Nico Hotels International and also at some independents. Um, and then uh, I moved away from hotel operations for a bit into commercial real estate, but I've sort of come back around. And um, in addition to developing and investing in independent hotels currently, uh, 11 years ago, I started the Independent Lodging Congress, which is a platform that focuses on independent hotels and everything that has to do with independent hotels. And sort of for independent, we consider that you know boutique, lifestyle, independent, anything from, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 rooms on the small side to there are some really large seven, eight, 900 room independent hotels out there. Uh, and we also include the soft brands by some of the major brands. So mm -hmm. I, I always like to say that I'm, I try to be inclusive, not exclusive in what we look at, but we've been doing this now for 11 years and uh, we, we do about uh, four uh, gatherings or conferences per year. We're going to be in, as you already know, San Francisco in about a week and a half, October 23rd to the 25th. We're very excited. Nice. So tell me a little bit about that conference. What kind of goes on at some of the conferences for uh, for people who are, who are in the industry? Yeah, so we try to, uh, you know, I try to create an environment that I want to be in and that I find interesting because I've gone to many of these other conferences and I don't find them super engaging and I'm sort of dreading being there. So uh, this this uh, Indie Congress, which is the one that we're having in San Francisco, is two and a half days. The first day is a half a day, what we call an immersive experience, where we go out into whatever city, in this case, San Francisco, uh, and more specifically, the Mission District of San Francisco. And we, we go see a cultural, an artistic, and a hospitality-focused location within that district. And it's a walking tour. So we're walking through the city, exploring. We have three stops. One is a we're going to see a, a mural alley that has a whole bunch of murals. Wow. It's supposed to be really cool. We're going to go see a um, we're going to go stop in at a chocolate uh, production plant and <laughs> learn how they make the chocolate and also do a bunch of tasting, of course. And then we're going to end at um, Airbnb's headquarters in San Francisco and take a tour of that with some Airbnb executives and talk about Airbnb a bit. And then finally, we end up with cocktails um, in, a, in a location fairly close to that. So, okay. so that's our first day, half a day, sort of exploring the Mission District. Uh, the next day, we're uh, the next two days, we're out at Fort Mason, um, out on the bay, which is going to be super cool. We have everything from what we call roundtable forums mm -hmm. discussions, where we have a leader at a table, and you have everybody else sitting around, another dozen people around the table. They're talking about what their business is, what their focus is, and that's anything from a, could be a designer, could be an owner developer, mm -hmm. um, and anything any, anything else. Um, and, and they talk a little bit about what they do, and then the people around the table get to ask them questions and talk to them. And we have three or four different um, 
time so people can get up and go to a different table and so they can talk to three or four different uh, leaders in the, in the space. We have regular um, panels and what we call indie talks, which are like TED talks. And then we also do something called uh, breakouts, which is a little bit more of a deep dive. Mm-hmm. And breakouts are happening concurrently. So you have to choose one of two subject matters. You have to sure. make a choice and do it. But we're really proud of our content, which is, I think, sometimes at, at it's hit or miss at, at certain conferences. It's if it's interesting or not, but we really are proud of our content and think that a lot of the different discussions that we do are super interesting. That's awesome. I know when I was looking at the uh, at the event and everything going on to it, which I'm, I'm deeply disappointed I'm not going to be able to make it, uh, but I, I'm planning on being at the next one. But I, I saw that was rather interesting with the, the roundtables. Uh, it's really important because I think, you know, people are, in my opinion, being a, a speaker as well, just hearing yourself talk, that's not what you want. I think the engagement is where you learn from everyone else. And I think what you're doing at the conference is rather, it's a little unique, but which is great because it gives people the opportunity to not only ask those questions, but engage with people that maybe they normally don't get a chance to. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Our friends at Bunkhouse Hotels have a saying, and they always say that everybody is welcome, but we're not for everybody, um, or we're not for everyone. Um, and I agree with that. We, we are welcoming to every mm-hmm. person out there. We talk about development and investment. We talk about design. We're talking about the LGBTQ traveler. We're talking about uh, farm-focused hospitality and a whole bunch of other wow. subject matters. Our format may not be a fit for every single person, but everybody is welcome to come and join. And And our events are generally on the smaller side, so we're usually... For the Congress, expecting we're, we're expecting somewhere between 250, 300 people will be there in attendance. So you really do get a chance. So it's enough that there are a lot of people to meet, but it's not so much that you won't be able to make some really meaningful connections. So that's important. Perfect. Yes. No, yeah, I was looking at that as well, and that's great. And so when you started the the uh, Independent Lodging Congress, you know, years ago, you've been you've been doing it now for over a decade. What's been some of your uh, your your high points and maybe a maybe a low point that's kind of got you to where you are? Well, I mean, you know, I, I think starting, we had one event a year, now we've grown to four. Um, it, it's certainly it's certainly grown and morphed and changed over the period mm-hmm. of time and how we do it and the feel of the event and so forth. Um, I would say the high point maybe is this year because we're pulling off four events, which is absolutely amazing. <laughs> and attendance has been growing. So I'm super excited about that. I think the low point was um, March of 2020, where we had planned four events in 2020. We got one done in New Orleans in January, and we had an event coming up here in my hometown of Philly uh, in April of 2020, and we hit a brick wall going at about 80 miles an hour. So um, just yeah. like everybody else, though, so sure. it, was, um, it was quite interesting. What, what did I learn from that? I learned that, that, um, that, that our community is really resilient, number one. And number two, we really stick together. We started a um, IG Live um, offering uh, on Instagram Live, and we did it initially. Uh, we started a couple of days a week. We grew to five days a week. We're doing it five days a week live all through the summer of 2020, and then eventually transitioned back to about three days a week and then sort of went slowly, faded out as the pandemic started to recede. Mm-hmm. But I got so many emails and texts and, and messages from people on LinkedIn or Instagram saying how important it was to them because it was their only real way of connecting to the community and to stay in touch with a bunch of people. And so that was really gratifying and sort of 
making lemonades out of lemon and just doing lemons and doing the best you can, you know? No, I agree. I think, you know, you're talking about, you know, maybe some of the positive things that came out of the pandemic. This is one of them. The fact that we were able to do Zoom calls become more acceptable, uh, being able to c connect from all areas of the world into one place. Uh, not saying that wasn't happening before, but right. now it becomes almost a standard practice. I love your creativity and thinking outside the box. Uh, and I think that's a sign Thank of a you. great marketer and a great uh, business leader is you got to find those little things and taking the, the challenges and how you can kind of not only over, it's not about necessarily overcoming them, but making it better. Uh, Cause it obviously wasn't a great situation for any of us to be in. Uh, same thing with my travel magazine, everything pretty much stopped. I mean, it's not like, yeah, brutal. you know, I'm not having a magazine to, and there's nobody traveling. So <laughs> it put us in a challenging situation for both of us, but I'm happy that we are back where we are. I'm happy that we're talking about actual live events uh, and that you guys are continuing going in the right direction with that as well. So let's get a little bit into like some of the things that you like to do from a travel perspective. I'm sure you're well-traveled. Uh, any particular places that you like to visit um, or destinations that you, you like to frequent or would like to get to? Sure. Well, so uh, a bunch of people who know me know that. I, so I have family in Japan and I've been traveling to Japan for about 30 years, 35 years. Wow. So that's one of the places that I go to on a regular basis and that I don't ever get tired of. Um, it's more like a second home than it is a exotic travel location for me mm -hmm. at this point. But I um, really love going to Japan and was just there this summer. It was fantastic. Um, the other places I like to go visit, um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be included um, in a small way in the um, ownership group of uh, a couple of hotels out on the North Fork of Long Island, Greenport, New York, that my partner, mm -hmm. Eric Warner, um, leads um, and is responsible for primarily. But those hotels out there, we were just there last week uh, visiting and I never get to the North Fork of Long Island is a entirely overlooked area um, and is wow. just really, really beautiful. If you love wine, it's got tons of wineries. It's super quiet, very rural, and you're only about uh, 90 to 120 minutes from Midtown Manhattan. So it's really great. Oh, wow. I need to make sure I check that out. We're actually working on our best of awards edition right now. And one of our sections is our our uh, top 10 boutique hotels in the United States. So uh, maybe there needs to be a collaboration with with some of the people that, that uh, you even have in the Congress and, and seen about including them in the magazine. Yeah, we should, we should, we should absolutely do that. Happy to, happy to collaborate on that. And if you get a chance to check out uh, Soundview Greenport, Sound, okay. Greenport, New York, Soundview Greenport is absolutely amazing. We have a private beach, an amazing restaurant, a cocktail program, second to none, and ju just really a, a, a wonderful property. Wow, that sounds amazing. As soon as I get off this, uh, our call here, I'm going to definitely jump on and, and check it out for sure. So, you know, we've probably got a few minutes, maybe about four, four or five minutes here. But, you know, talking about travel, we've talked about where we were in the past with the pandemic and we've seen the rise coming back, not only nationally, but international travel. Any trends you're seeing for fourth quarter travel or even going into 2024 that that you're hearing from your end that you know, maybe some some of my readers or listeners would want to want to kind of hear about. Listen, I I think one of the trend. I'm not sure I even call it a trend, but I think something that's important has been important in the past and will continue to be important going forward. Um, is experiences. Everybody talks about it. I mm -hmm. think very few hotels do it really well, but you know, being inspired when you get to a property, 
being um, what I call, it's one of our sayings from uh, Rich Carlton, surprised and delighted when mm -hmm. you walk in. You know, we, we you should feel surprise and delight, something that you might not have been expecting, even if you have high expectations, when you walk in and we should continue to surprise and delight you with experience and some of the unusual offerings we have at the hotel. Some hotels do okay, many do not. And um, I think it's something that, that travelers are really looking for. Of course, people still value brands. They may want to go buy a fancy car, or a new handbag, sure. a new pair of shoes or sneakers. But what re I think what people really look for when they travel is a great experience. It's not something that you can take home with you, mm -hmm. except in your mind and your, and your spirit. Um, it's not a physical object, but it's something that you just never forget. It's the stay when... On our honeymoon, my wife and I went and stayed um, in Greece, uh, and we stayed on this little island, and we ate a this amazing meal look, overlooking the Aegean Sea, and watch the sun had already set, and the moon was out on the water. Wow! I, 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 there's nothing. There's no physical thing for me to take home, but that memory, 35 years later, still is in you know embedded in 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 me, and I'll never forget it. So I think offering those kind of experiences is. I'm not sure I would call it a trend, but something I think that's important for hospitality. And we focus a lot on at uh, Independent Lodging Congress. No, I think you're 100% right. You know, travel's about moments and capturing those. And yeah, being being surprised, I think, is a great thing. When you're surprised in a good way, that's yeah, of that's one of the good things. Um, but travel is just an escape. And, you know, everybody wants to do it, no matter what their budget is. They're going to find a way to go somewhere, whether it's a, a staycation or a you know, going to another country. And I think going to exactly what you're talking about, having those little details from a customer service side of things and just from a personal side of things. I think one of the things that everybody in this world wants to be is valued and be seen. And uh, if we can do that from a, from a hospitality side of things, oh man, you're going to go tell a, a million people. Your whole body language changed the moment you were telling me about the, uh, you know, your experience, you know, with yeah. the sunset and and it's because you remember it and there's a passion that goes behind travel and in, in, in the ability to to kind of help people transcend normal normal life so uh it's been a pleasure really just chatting with you i know it's been brief and i and i have a feeling this won't be the first or the last time that we are gonna uh chat about some things because i i think you just have a a wealth of knowledge that uh, not only the readers and my listeners would want to know about but me personally uh, understanding and, and stuff like that, Andrew. So without further ado, tell me a little bit about where people could find you, uh, find the Congress, uh, and what's the best way to connect with you if they needed to? Sure, sure. So I'm on LinkedIn. You just look me up under Andrew Benioff, but uh, that's a great way of connecting. And, and to find the Congress, it is uh, www.ilcongress.com. So independent lodging, so I-L, and then the word congress.com. Um, you can see all the information about the upcoming event. The next event, we're going to be in Palm Springs, California in February on Valentine's Day, nonetheless. Wow. Uh, and uh, we'll also we'll also be in Manhattan or somewhere in the New York area uh, again in uh, early May and then somewhere else in July and probably back in San Francisco again next next year in October. So we have a bunch of cool things going up, uh, coming up and uh, going to be happening and would love to see some folks. Um, and if you have questions on it, feel free to reach out on LinkedIn or connect with us on the website. Happy to help. 
Well, definitely. And I appreciate you being on, on the travel talk podcast with us. I will definitely put that contact information in all the, in all the, uh, uh, descriptions when we, when, when this goes live and everything, so but much. again, I want to thank you for taking the time, Andrew. I know you're a busy man. You've got the event coming up very, very soon. Uh, and again, for all my uh, listeners and readers, uh, I remember the hotel guide. You can find us at, uh, thehotelguide.com and also the same thing with all our socials. Uh, please share, uh, and support us with uh, getting this content out there. And in the meantime, everybody have an incredibly blessed day. You take care. Thanks very much. Take care. Thank you, Edward.